$100 million in jury verdicts and settlements for serious injury victims, medical malpractice victims, and surviving family members of wrongful death victims. Trial Lawyers for Justice. This is a firm that does not handle frivolous lawsuits. They go after insurance company money, and they're darn good at it. They don't sell their clients out or settle cheaply. Trial Lawyers for Justice, the firm that goes the distance for you their client. They treat their clients the way you would want your own family members taken care of. Nicholas Rowley, Dominic Pachota, and the other trial lawyers in the firm at Trial Lawyers for Justice, dedicated to representing the people and their families in Iowa, Minnesota, South Dakota, Wisconsin, Illinois, California, Wyoming, and many other states. Trial Lawyers for Justice. $100 million in settlements and jury verdicts already in 2016. 888-811-0844. Trial Lawyers for Justice. Welcome, you're listening to Sports Econ 101, the show where we discuss sports topics from a business perspective. I'm your host, Edward Brown, along with my co-host, Bruce McGowan, longtime sports radio personality. Uh, Bruce, who's our guest going to be coming on in the second segment? Well, he is a, I like to call him a sports lifer. He's like me. He's been doing this forever and ever as a writer for a number of publications uh, in the Bay Area here. He worked for many years for the San Francisco Chronicle, the San Francisco Examiner. And he'll list some of the the many uh, places he's worked, but he's also uh, you know covered everything and is covering as we speak a uh, pro tennis match right now down in uh, Indian Wells. But we're going to talk some some just generic sports with Art Spander, who is a good friend of ours, and I think you'll really enjoy the conversation. All right, and uh, definitely I've been pushing this off for a couple of weeks, but I definitely want to talk about fans calling the plays. There was an article <laughs> in the uh, in uh, one uh, magazine not too long ago, okay. and I, I think it's actually going to. I don't know if it'll work or not, but I think it'll be exciting, sort of like fantasy sports. Okay. You know, it's like, who would have thought about yeah. fantasy sports, and now they have all these whole, uh, leagues sure. and everything like that. See what Art thinks of that. Eh? Okay. Yeah, he probably has got some opinions, too. I'm sure he does. <laughs> I'm sure he does. Well, he's he's uh, he's an old-timer like us, so yes, he probably he won't like it. But uh, All right. So, I don't like it either. Yeah, like it. <laughs> especially depends on who makes the calls. That's true. All right. Today, uh, let's see here. Uh, the, t- we're going to ask a sports trivia question. And we'll at give Art a Absolutely. Uh, to answer that. Uh, it's going to be based baseball trivia since we're uh, just coming out of spring training here pretty soon and uh, this segment of sports econ 101 is sponsored by pacific private money still providing mortgage investments that are currently yielding over seven and a half percent secured by bay area real estate it doesn't get any more conservative than that you got to check them out at pacificprivatemoney.com or their actual they have a fund too it's just specifically called Pacific Money Fund. One of these days, I got to sit in on one of your business shows and, and learn a few things. Oh yeah, I'm picking no, no, up no. stuff thro- slowly through osmosis, but I'm still kind of a neophyte when it comes to this stuff. Oh, it's it's kind of fun. We kind of yeah, yeah. cover a little bit of yeah. uh, you know real estate, a little bit of the economy, yeah, what's going yeah. on, interest rates. You know, good edu- good educational material. Very much. Yeah, so. yes. All right, so stay with us when we come back. Uh, Art Spander will be with us. You're listening to Sports Econ 101. Don't touch that dial. 
Invest in some fun this season with this deal from Paintball Tickets. With the largest network of paintball fields in North America, Paintball Tickets is committed to bringing you high-intensity fun for a fraction of the cost. With the purchase of your paintball tickets, you'll receive free admission and equipment rentals to some of the most played-at paintball parks nationwide. And by partnering up with like-minded, safety-conscious paintball fields in thriving markets across the nation, we've ensured there's always a field close to home. These tickets, which can be purchased in bulk, are designed to fit the needs of every skill level, from casual observers to weekend warriors. This adrenaline-inducing sport is perfect for birthday parties, corporate team building, or a casual outing with friends. Make the right choice for your wallet. Get in on the fastest-growing action sport with this deal from Paintball Tickets by going to sportsecon101.com and clicking on the Play Paintball button. Yosemite Gold Country Lodge has been called by guests a hidden gem, a beautiful place, and a great place with down-home country charm. A stay at Yosemite Gold Country Lodge means that you'll be in the historical gold district close to Yosemite. In addition to complimentary Wi-Fi, each room is equipped with a fireplace, and you could take advantage of the spa tub and a complimentary continental breakfast. Call 209-878-3400. YGCLodge.com. What do you do if your child can't hear or speak? Where do you go? Weingarten Children's Center provides innovative and effective therapy and education services to children with hearing and communication challenges to show that these children can have a voice. Support our programs by attending Tee Off for Our Kids, our benefit golf tournament on Monday, April 17th, hosted at the exclusive Peninsula Golf and Country Club in San Mateo, with lunch, golf, and dinner included. Buy tickets or support today at listenspeaklearn.org. With the weather changing and plenty of sunshine heading our way, water sports seem to be on everyone's mind. For fun in the sun and water, 101 Surf Sports, located in San Rafael, is your destination. Honored as being the nation's number one stand-up paddleboard shop by the action water sports industry, 101 teaches stand-up paddle paddling, kayaking, windsurfing, kiteboarding, and surfing. Plus, you can rent or buy any equipment you need for your favorite water sport activity. Google 101surfsports.com or call 415-524-8492. Want to stay in touch with your favorite Sports Byline USA network hosts? Like us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at Sports Byline USA. You can also see the latest news in the world of sports, learn about upcoming contests and giveaways, plus catch up on guest info so you never miss a moment with the biggest names in every sport. Football, basketball, baseball, MMA, and more. No matter where you are in the U.S. or around the world, you can stay connected to the host and fans who love what you love. So check us out on Facebook and Twitter at Sports Byline USA. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Bruce McGowan. Bruce, is Art on the phone? Yes, we've got Art Spander on the phone, and Art is a good friend of ours, known Art uh, since I broke into broadcasting back in 1975. He'd already been in the profession as a sports writer for a good 15 years before that, and Art is still active and busy, and right now, as we speak, he is down in Indian Wells, California, which is kind of out in the desert, covering a pro tennis tournament men's and women's and art before we get in we want to talk a little baseball with you but we do want to uh get into what's going on on the tennis uh, scene because it, this is a big time worldwide you know i mean there are a lot of countries these players uh, travel to and right now they're they're just starting a new um a new circuit i guess with all the different uh, places that they're going to be visiting tell us about what what's what's the deal on this particular tournament in indian wells and who's there this is one of uh, four tournaments where the men and women play 
outside of the four grand slams. So it's a pretty big event. It's the first, you might say, major type event since the Australian Open, which was the last weekend in January. And and so you have you have usually during the year the men, the ATP, and the women, the WTA, play separately. One might be in the in uh, France or, or not so much that they, they they'll, they'll be actually three or four events, but the women and men are in separate tournaments, and uh, and of course the, the women come to Stanford in July, I believe it is. The men are not there, but this this is like the four Grand Slams, it's not quite as important as, the, as Wimbledon or the, or the French Open or U.S. Tennis Open, but it's big. And so everybody's here except Serena, who withdrew yesterday because of a bad knee. Uh, you, you just wonder about Serena and Tiger Woods. Tiger may never play. I'm just worried about him. Serena's always injured now. She's uh, 35, heading to 36, and uh, and your body takes a beating. So it'll be interesting. But the weather is wonderful down here, and that's one of the reasons people come. i got to ask you about Tiger Woods, too, because – you know, it seems to me, Art, you covered golf very closely, and this guy was like a streaking comet for a number of years, but just the toll, the physical toll you mentioned that any sport takes on the human body, uh, you know, it's it's amazing when you watch how many years he played as a kid and his dad got him in, you know, he was a prodigy and he was at the top of the game in his, in his early 30s, but it just seems like a, he's tried to come back and it's one thing after another after another. Is he ever going to be a, even close to where he used to be? I don't think he'll be close. The question now is whether he can play at all. I mean, he, hmm. he, came, he played at San Diego, missed the cut, okay, and then he goes to Dubai for big money. They in the United States, the PGA is not allowed to give guarantees. But the uh, non-American tournaments uh, overseas do give guarantees. So he went over there, I'm sure, a couple of million dollars, and, and he withdrew because of a bad back. Now, he said he was out for months, 15 months, I believe it was, after back surgery. He's 41 years old. And so you wonder, uh, this is like any other sport, even though people don't con- consider golf in the same category as as, um, uh, say, uh, football, particularly, or even basketball or baseball, we were banging around and running and everything. It's, it's tough on the knees, it's tough on the back, uh, yeah. and, it's, and, and shoulders, and guys get the same problems they do in baseball. So, he is 41 years old, and, and there's a good question whether he'll ever be able to play. And that, I don't think he's going to win a major again, but whether he'll be playing well enough beginning contention. Now, something I found, and you guys probably know this, great athletes, greatness never disappears. It always stays there. But your body is, I always think of uh, the line um, uh, who the um, baseball player said, your body is like a bar of soap. Just continues to wear down. Yeah, and and of course Tiger Woods, as we mentioned, uh, has given us all so many thrills. Even those those of us who are not big golf fans, well, Edward, you know, yeah, oh, you yeah. and I were talking about baseball yeah. the other day, and Art has been covering a lot of Major League Baseball, and uh, you know, you're a big fan of spring training. Are you getting yeah. into it as much as I am? And and I imagine you know, 
You know, I haven't yet. Okay. Uh, I, I may miss a lot of it, yeah. <laughs> to be honest with you. You know, one, one quick thing about Tiger, though. I wonder, uh, maybe he should just rehab for a few years and wait for the senior turkey. What do you, what, you know, what do you have to do? You have to be 50 to be in the senior? Uh, Help me enough. 45? One of the things, and I, I wrote, I've been writing golf basically since I started doing it with the Chronicle at 65. I don't want to date myself. That's a long time. 1965, yeah, that's right. One of the things that Tiger has done even more than Nicholas, who was, I think, still the greatest, or, or Arnie, who basically made the game what it is, is that Tiger brought in a different uh, group of people. Yeah. Brought in minorities, brought in uh, kids, younger people. Made he's, As he once said, uh, he, he made golf cool. So mm-hmm. w- they've got other great golfers out there, Jordan Spieth and, uh, and uh, Rory McIlroy and people like that. But there was only one Tiger Woods who crossed all these lines. And so golf will miss him, and I don't think there'll be another guy like him. Mm. Yeah. Well, and, of course, uh, that brings us back to, you know, the, the sounds of spring. And, and as Edward was saying, he's probably been so busy with his job to not really pay that close attention. And I covered about six spring trainings. I know you've covered probably about a couple of dozen um, what's your what's your take on you know I, I don't want to talk just about our our Bay Area teams because we are a national show and there are a lot of people around the country that that want to know what the Cubs are doing and the Yankees. What's your take on uh, spring training art? Do you get into to, to the little side stories of of the guys that are sort of marginal, or do you do you enjoy talking to the older players who are trying to hang on hang in there for another year? What do you like to do? Yeah, spring training is really a time of dreaming. Uh, for young players and, and the fans, one of the things, particularly not as bad if you live in the West. If you live someplace in, in California or even maybe uh, uh, Colorado, but you come out of the Northeast after a tough winter, spring training is as psychological as it is physical. Hmm. And, and, and you get there and this, the, you haven't seen a green leaf or a blade of grass Three months and there's everything's green or down here in in the desert and I would just came from uh, Scottsdale it's brown but it, it, the sky is blue and that's the big thing and one I, I wrote to the, I'm writing a weekly column for the Examiner uh, and I wrote the other day the Giants have lost eight games in a row and somebody said and I know this too you dummy they don't count and that's true they don't count. But I asked Bruce Bochy, the manager of the Giants, is this tough, you know, losing game after game? He says, well, in two weeks it would be, meaning when they're much closer to the regular season. He said, I'd like to win some so you guys would stop asking. Yeah. <laughs> well, you got to figure, aren't they? Uh, they're trying to go through their whole roster to figure out who's going to, you know, make the team. And you got to give everyone a chance. And, you know, there's going to be some right. automatics, right? Like, you know, Posey. But... Starters, starters at most, you know, play five innings. And, yeah. and basically, Bob Melvin of the A's, when the A's played the Giants the other day, and I was there and wrote about it, and I said, what would you think? He said, this is perfect. Our, our starting pitchers pitch very well, and then the kids came in, and they gave up a lot of runs. Well, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because these kids are, are looking to find a place, exactly. not this year, on the roster, in the future, and impress management, but... Once again, you get to the end of the games, the last three, four innings, and you get you get forty guys on each, on each team, and they're coming, and going, and and of course 
and I, I've written this and other people have too. In the real season, the regular season in any sport, baseball, football, basketball, uh, soccer, the, the, the only thing matters that matters is to win. But in, in the exhibition season, or as the NFL intends keeps uh, calling it, Pre-season. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, hey, Art, stay, stay with us a minute. We're going to cut to our first commercial uh, uh, break with the trivia yeah, question. Hold, hold that thought. Hold that and thought. We'll, yeah. Okay, here's our first baseball trivia question. When was the first night game in World Series history played? I know that one. But you know, I'm, you I'm, do I'm, this I do. One. Okay, wow. I, but I'm going to defer to Art because he's... Uh, okay, don't answer the question yeah. yet. When we come back, we're going to let you answer that question. Respect for my elders. All right. So, yeah. <laughs> Email edward at sportsecon101.com. The answer to that question, don't touch that dial. Sports Econ 101 will be right back. Tired of calls, levies, and liens from the IRS or hiring others who don't get the job done? Call Wall & Associates and you'll never talk to the IRS again. The IRS has a program to eliminate tax debt and Wall & Associates professionals are trained to maximize its benefits for you. You always speak with a live person with real support and real knowledge. We've helped thousands of taxpayers like you settle their tax debt with the IRS for a fraction of what they owe. We solve tax problems. Call Wall & Associates now. 800-480-5708. We have the professionals who know how to solve tax problems. If you owe money to the IRS, your tax problems are not going away by themselves, and the passage of time will only make matters worse. Act now before it's too late. Call Wall & Associates right now to speak to a professional tax relief agent. Call 800 800- 480-5708. That's 800-480-5708. Again, 800-480-5708. Rebuild or replace transmission, $3,200. Anti-lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild or replace engine, $2,400. Truth is, once your manufacturer's warranty runs out, it's all on you. Every last cent. Get protection for covered repairs with a vehicle service contract from Toco Warranty. Unlike other companies, with Toco, there's no down payment, and the monthly payments are really affordable. Not sure how long you're keeping your car? At Toco, you can pay as you go. Keep your hard-earned cash and call Toco Warranty right now at 800-222-2313 to save big money on covered auto repairs. Prices vary by vehicle, but for about the cost of a tank of gas per month, a Toco plan has your back on expensive covered car repairs. Monthly payments are very affordable. Get your free quote now. Call Toco at 800-222-2313. That's 800-222-2313. 800-222-2313. Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Missouri and Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warrantech Corporation or its affiliates. Not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions. This family is at home, but they won't be answering the door. They know that the pounding on the door is a process server from the court waiting to hand them foreclosure documents. So instead of enjoying the home they worked so hard to afford, they sit hiding in the dark. Mom, what was that? But it doesn't have to be this way. This family can save their home, but they must act fast. Call Allied State Foreclosure Solutions at 800-274-7312. If you're being threatened with foreclosure, have been denied a loan modification, missed a payment on your mortgage, been a victim of a predatory loan, or are upside down on your home, it's critical that you call Allied State Foreclosure Solutions now. 800-274-7312. Allied State Foreclosure Solutions has an attorney in your area that will meet and speak with you. You can stop the foreclosure. 
foreclosure process, lower your monthly mortgage payments, save your home and your credit. But you must act now. Call 800-274-7312. 800-274-7312. Not available in all states. Paid non-attorney spokesperson. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. One more time. I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Bruce McGowan. Second, uh, excuse me, first trivia question. Uh, when was the first night game in World Series history played? Now, Bruce says he knows this, so know Art, we're going to defer to you y- first, yeah, see a, if you know that. See if you know that, Art. You know uh, which year and which teams. Art, you there? Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> oh, okay. So here's our question. <laughs> oh, see if, no, but pretty soon we'll be able to answer when was the last day game. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's, true. Yeah, that's true. true. Day game now. Very true. It's a shame because... I always thought it was it was great staying home from school. I'm not staying home, but going to school with a transistor radio yep. and yep. listening to the World Series. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. still I still remember uh, listening to or watching. We got to watch on TV during lunchtime the uh, amazing Mets and the Orioles. Sixty nine. Sixty nine. Yeah, yeah. So Art, do you know the answer to that though? The first night game in World Series history. I don't know. Okay, okay. I can tell you it's 1971. Wait, wait, Pittsburgh, yes, Pittsburgh versus Baltimore. Very good. Yeah. And Bruce Keeson, I believe. The young right-hander uh, was the starter for Pittsburgh, and that was the—I believe—that was the only night game played in that series. And the, and the Pirates uh, won that series, and it was Roberto Clemente's last great uh, moment. The next yeah. year, after the next season, he was killed in killed the plane crash. Yeah, and the, but he got—he got the MVP in that yeah, series. Game four, won by the Pirates, seven to three. Yeah, yeah, very good. Go. I'm yeah, impressed. I'm base, you know, I, art, art is the thing about art. Art Spander, our guest here, art covers golf, tennis. College basketball, college football, Major League Baseball, NBA basketball, NFL football, and anything else you cover, Art? Art, when do you get a chance to Uh, sleep? (laughs) Over the years, I've covered the Winter Olympics, the Summer Olympics. There you go. I covered one Indy 500. Wow. covered uh, uh, several Kentucky Derbies, uh, several Belmont Stakes. Wow. Several uh, NBA championships. Uh, uh, How how many curling contests did you do? Again, I covered the Warriors. (laughs) I was the beat person for the Chronicle in 1975 when they won the ah. championship. Yep. I remember that v- vividly because that was my first experience covering sports, and I still have all of Art's articles in a uh, scrapbook oh, from that, from the San Francisco really? Chronicle when the Warriors won their first championship on the West Don't Coast. Don't let your wife is, throw that out. No, no, no. She'd never do that. <laughs> she, knows, she knows better. But did you have a favorite sport, Art, or you, you, you like the sport you're just covering? I mean, you seem to be a guy who, who a man for all seasons, so to speak. Do you have one that you just really enjoy the most? If you had to pick one of, of, of all the sports, Art, which one would you pick? Well, Art? it sounds like we, it sounds like we he's either he's either befuddled or we lost him. <laughs> yeah, maybe he's still thinking about what sport he yeah, likes. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I'll ask you, Bruce. How how do I mean? How does one either know so much about so many sports, or I mean, he's writing about it. He's not you know managing right. it or coaching it. Right. I think a lot you, of it is just you have to be a fan. Um, and art is like me. Uh, you're a big fan of the games. Um, where would you rather be, other than surfing or hiking in the mountains? You know, or maybe, I don't know, I, I enjoy teaching, but not as much. I, I love hanging out at the ballpark. I yeah. love talking to the athletes. I love getting the best seat in the house. And, and you get a first, you know, row seat, so to speak, mm-hmm. and you get to talk to the athletes. It's a long day. It's a lot of pressure. It's not as glamorous as everybody says it is because your hours are strange and you don't have the 9 to 5 routine and you travel some. But it's it's a lot of fun. I've been yeah. doing it for forty one years, mostly in radio and some in television. A little writing. Art has been doing almost strictly 
writing, and it just it's a lot more fun than a regular nine to five job. I think we got Art back on the phone. Art, are you with us again? I'm I'm here. Oh, okay. <laughs> so we asked the question. I have to stand outside. Yeah, no problem. We were asking you the question though. I mean, you covered you've covered so many sports. Is there one in particular that, if you were told Art, you have to stick with one sport only? For the next year, would you have a choice uh, of golf or or well, tennis or golf, baseball or what? Probably my favorite, and baseball is right there with it. I like both games because of the pace of the game and because there's plenty of time for conversation, mm. whereas in football, it's so manic. And I know everybody is a football fan. That's the most important sport in America. But you never get time to talk to people. Mm. And huh. the game's... You know, once a week, and you're looking for stuff all week, and you're asking the same hmm. questions. And if your team is one, uh, they're they're two and ten. And what do you write? Whereas in baseball, if if you're having a losing season, you get to September, end of August, and you can start writing about who's going to come up from the minors. And and anyway, and also it's a conversational sport. People sit around and talk during That's a true. baseball game, and and they don't in a football game. And you can go down, as you know, John Madden, once I mentioned to him, you know, we go to the field before the game and talk to the manager. And Madden says, you do? You couldn't do that in football, and that's true. And each football game is so important. The thought when you broke in, I just was going to say, the difference between the exhibition season in any sport uh, whether it's Cactus League, whether it's NFL preseason, is the fact that in the regular season, all that matters is the final score. It doesn't matter who did it or how. But in, in the exhibition or the preseason, it's just the opposite. It does matter how, and you want to see how people perform under pressure. So and it doesn't matter if you win or lose. So if the Giants lost eight in a row, big deal. It, it, it doesn't count. It counts and how the players play. Uh, you know, I can I can just imagine the pressure that's under the general managers right now trying to figure out who they're going to keep and, you know, who they're going to have to let go. Well, and especially on the teams that are, are struggling just to be uh, mediocre. Yeah. I would think that's the big the big challenge, huh, Art? You, you mentioned the Cubs. There's no pressure in the Cubs except how are they going to – how many new players do they keep? Because they're all young and they're the World, World Series champion. So that's the, the ideal – and, and it makes it tough for the young guys trying to find a spot in the team. But in time, everybody gets old. I mean, you know, it's funny. I was just thinking the other day, Buster Posey is going to be 30. And it's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> and in baseball, okay, he's got a few more years. But all of a sudden, you're 22, and the next thing you're 30. And in sports, I remember reading something years ago. In life, there's always somebody coming up. In sports, it's accelerated. You're, no, you're no there, question, yeah. there's a new 20-year-old, a new 18-year-old coming up, and so you're always looking over your shoulder. It's interesting you mentioned Buster Posey. I was at the Giants media event before they took off for spring training, and I posed that question to him, uh, no pun intended, posing a question to Posey. <laughs> and I asked him, I said, uh, are you going to cut back on your number of games behind the plate this year just to, to alleviate the wear and tear on your knees and maybe play some first base? And he, he shot me this hard look. He goes, no, I intend to play 140 games behind the plate this year. And you know, I guess that's the, that's the philosophy, isn't it, Art, that a player has to have even oh, yeah. when they hit 30, isn't it? Yeah, I would think so. I would think yeah. Willie Mays is still asking that question of himself. Buster wants to catch. Yeah. So the other day he was playing first base. He'll play first base maybe, what, 
five, six, ten games this year. That'll get obviously catching is the toughest position in baseball. And Johnny Bench, who was the, one of the great ones, Hall of Famer, told me, you know, I had great speed, and then you squat every day mm. for for forty days, for day after day, in one hundred and sixty-two games, one hundred and fifty-four games, the old days. Your knees go. Yeah. yeah. And there isn't a catcher around at, at 45, 50 years old who, who walks normally. <laughs> That's true. They're almost like you, know, you sometimes confuse them with, with football players. You know, I've got to ask you about personalities, Art, because you've gotten to know so many people. You mentioned John Madden, who is thankfully doing much better after the heart surgery, and he's kind of cut back and really only worked. Not even, I don't think he's really doing much at all on the air anymore. He turned 80 about a year ago. Um, but he's still got a, an incredible uh, mind. Uh, t- can you tell us a little bit about your relationship, and not just your relationship, but the kind of guy John Madden was? Because a lot of people always think of him as a television commentator, and I still think of him as this great football coach who coached for 10 years with the Oakland Raiders during their glory years. I, I always like John because he's a Bay Area-type guy. He's very open, and you know, a lot of coaches will say, well, I never said that. Well, Madden, when I, I was the beat person for the Chronicle on the Raiders, I believe it was 1976. And, uh, and so if he didn't like a story I wrote, and that, and of course, the green sheet, he'd come running out with a paper and said, where did you get And in few uh, obscenities? Where did you get this? But then he'd tell you, this is why you're wrong. For a lot of coaches, Bill Walsh was just the opposite. Bill, quote, didn't read the papers although he knew exactly what everybody wrote, what Ira Miller wrote, what I wrote, what Glenn Dickey wrote. So, but, but John is just an open person. And, you know, when he, the commercials were boom, and he, boom, that's it. That's John. And this is, this is the, the truth. This has got to be 15 years ago. Uh, we both live in the East Bay. We're crossing the Bay Bridge, and, and I'm like two lanes different from wide of where John is, and he sees me, and he starts honking and waving. <laughs> how, how many, how many, you know, famous people, celebrities would do that, even yeah. if they knew you. Yeah. you? You might do it to John, but John is just a, a great person, and uh, I, I've always enjoyed him. Uh, Frank Cooney, who I used to work with uh, at the Examiner, now runs the, the Sports Exchange. He and John are good friends, and, and John. Uh, he was very smart. In the old days, he was making not a lot of money as the Raider coach. He bought a lot of land out there in the Diablo Valley. And that land is worth a lot of money. Oh, uh, people have bought it, and John lives out there and well. But, you know, he did have heart problems, and you mentioned he's doing better. And I did see him. He came to a Raider game this year, and he's lost a lot of weight. He wouldn't recognize wow. him. But he's still around. He's a great guy. Okay, uh, Art, stay with us, because when we come back, I do want to ask you about this uh, idea of fans calling the plays, okay? Here's our uh, second trivia okay. question, all right, about baseball. And th- this one actually is probably easy. I know Bruce is going to know this one, too. Who gave up the home run to Carlton Fisk in Game 6 of the 1975 Ooh. World Series? You know that one. I should know that one. Oh, did, don't tell I me we not. stumped I you. You're gonna, yeah, come on, you got to know that no. one. Email edward at sportsecon101.com. The answer to that question, don't touch that dial. We'll be right back.
Hi, Sports Econ 101 listeners. I'm Edward Brown. You know me as the host of the show, but you may not know that I work with individuals getting them the least expensive term life insurance policies around. Don't be fooled by the ads you hear on TV and radio. It's always best to work with someone who's completely independent. That's where I come in. If you email me at edward at sportsecon101.com your name, your age, and how much insurance you want, I'll run the numbers through my software program and let you know the least expensive policy around from among many of the top insurance companies. Again, I'm totally independent, so email edward at sportsecon101.com for your free life insurance quote today. Why pay more for life insurance than you need to? I can get you a guaranteed policy where the low premiums are fixed anywhere from 10 to 35 years. So email edward at sportsecon101.com right now for your free life insurance quote. That's edward at sportsecon101.com. With the weather changing and plenty of sunshine heading our way, water sports seem to be on everyone's mind. For fun in the sun and water, 101 Surf Sports, located in San Rafael, is your destination. Honored as being the nation's number one stand-up paddleboard shop by the action water sports industry, 101 teaches stand-up paddle paddling, kayaking, windsurfing, kiteboarding, and surfing. Plus, you can rent or buy any equipment you need for your favorite water sport activity. Google 101surfsports.com or call 415-524-8492. What do you do if your child can't hear or speak? Where do you go? Weingarten Children's Center provides innovative and effective therapy and education services to children with hearing and communication challenges to show that these children can have a voice. Support our programs by attending Tee Off for Our Kids, our benefit golf tournament on Monday, April 17th, hosted at the exclusive Peninsula Golf and Country Club in San Mateo, with lunch, golf, and dinner included. Buy tickets or support today at listenspeaklearn.org. Yosemite Gold Country Lodge has been called by guests a hidden gem, a beautiful place, and a great place with down-home country charm. A stay at Yosemite Gold Country Lodge means that you'll be in the historical gold district close to Yosemite. In addition to complimentary Wi-Fi, each room is equipped with a fireplace, and you could take advantage of the spa tub and a complimentary continental breakfast. Call 209-878-3400. YGCLodge.com Want to stay in touch with your favorite Sports Byline USA network hosts? Like us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at Sports Byline USA. You can also see the latest news in the world of sports, learn about upcoming contests and giveaways, plus catch up on guest info so you never miss a moment with the biggest names in every sport. Football, basketball, baseball, MMA, and more. No matter where you are in the U.S. or around the world, you can stay connected to the host and fans who love what you love. So check us out on Facebook and Twitter at Sports Byline USA. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Edward Brown here along with Bruce McGowan. Second baseball trivia question. Who gave up the home run to Carlton Fisk in Game 6 of the 1975 World Series? Well, our guest Art Spanner and I both are, are trying to figure that one out because we, we both were watching that game. I, I don't know if you were covering that, Art. I wasn't. I was just getting my... Uh, I, I, I watched it on TV. Yeah. I that. That was at Fenway Park, 1975. I had literally just started my radio career at a little town in Auburn, which is outside of Sacramento in the foothills, in the Sierra Nevada foothills. I remember watching that on television in a, little, in a little hotel. I think it was a, a relief pitcher like a Pat Darcy or a Raleigh Eastwick or one of those. You know, the, the Reds, the big red machine had great hitters, all-stars at every, almost every position, but they didn't have, uh, you know, they had Don Gullett, I remember, but they didn't have a great pitching staff. It was a good pitching staff. Yeah. Who was it? 
Well, you got to pick one. You got to pick. Okay, a... I'll, I'll say Pat Darcy. Yes. All right. Very good. Go. Yeah. Right, right-hander, I believe. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. So uh, here, I get a few weeks ago, I got I took this article out, and uh, it's gotten yellow because I haven't uh, <laughs> looked at it for a while. Okay, so. Fans calling the plays. There's a new team giving it a try, and of course, it's uh, it's the Salt Lake Screaming Eagles of Indoor Football League. Oh, interesting. Okay, okay. So, I mean, I'm minor league to, football. Yeah, and so I'm yeah. thinking, you know, probably football would be the the main. You're not gonna you're not gonna call basketball plays. You know, no, I, guess, I can see and, a and baseball. Play. You could call a pitch, but maybe, I think yeah, yeah, yeah maybe. But, football, but football, I can kind of see. Yeah. A so the idea is the fans calling the plays in real time after scouting some of the players and having a say in the final roster and starting lineup. Now, how do they determine which fan gets to do this? I don't know. Yeah, well, <laughs> but, what do you th- what do you think of that idea? Are you you like it? I mean, it's minor league f- uh, football. Maybe it's a way to well, pump up its interest in attendance or something. I don't know. I don't like it because of the fact the fans are biased. And when I say bias, I don't care what team you like. You look at a play and you say, he was safe. <laughs> guy, even though he was out. Yeah. You, you hear boos at a ballpark? They boo. They boo the well, I don't, think, I don't think we're talking about – I don't think we're talking about from an umpire standpoint. I think what they're talking about, if I remember, if I think about it correctly here, I think it's more uh, scouting. So I think it's like, okay, we're going to call uh, a draw play. On this one, yeah, I, th- it's that, more of a coaching that's thing. Possible, but it's not going to work in 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 the big leagues. No, of course that's not. What I mean, the big leagues are the, the NFL and the and MLB and the NBA. You can have it in an exhibition game. You can have a Dave Newhouse, who's retired, in the Tribune, and I once in the preseason coached Cal basketball. In other words, okay, go out there and make basketball. What you can pick players, and and but it's it's not you don't know what's going on. The general manager, the manager, the coach, those people know what's going on. So you can you can have fun with it, and and of course you can play your all star games. The uh, the little um, and 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 of course the fans vote for the players in the all star. Yeah. I was thinking of those fantasy football games, yeah. all star oh, yeah. baseball or or pentagram or stuff. You can actually pick players off of their statistics, mm-hmm. but you know that are you gonna <laughs> are you gonna hit and run? And you do know how fast the guy in first base is. They, yeah. there's a reason. I, I have a, a line. I, I as you know, I enjoy wine. I wrote a wine column. I say cars, wine, and ball players. You get what you pay for. Mm-hmm. The reason certain ball players make ten million dollars. <laughs> Uh, at least when they've been around, and another guy maybe makes uh, 500000 Well, you know why that guy is good? Why is he earning his $10 million? Is it his speed? Is it his ability to hit the outside pitch? That's that's why they have managers and general managers and coaches and, and, and et cetera. But so, sometimes yeah. guys start off at 500000 and they earn their way up, right? If you want to watch the best players play at their best, you better have somebody... Bill Belichick, for example, who wins, knows how to win Super Bowls, and, and the late Bill Walsh, who knew how to win Super Bowls, and uh, and and Bochy managing Casey Stengel, the old guy, the old days, they knew what their ball players and who could be up there. Tommy Lasorda once told me, fans think managing is sending up a pinch hitter. He says, no, it isn't. It's being, it's making sure every player in your team is ready 
when the game starts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I think? First of all, it's, it's totally different than fantasy football because the football game actually happens the way it happens, and you just happen to be on the sideline just kind of vote, you know, thinking, okay, I should take this player. If you're actually choosing which plays to do, that is different. But I think what, what, what would be kind of cool, though, is what would happen if they said, okay, each team, you have to choose a whole set of downs that gets called by a fan. You know, and and the thing is, again, you got to make sure it's someone who really is for your team. You don't want to call, you know, draw plays every time as an example. But I, I think it would kind of add sort of a fun little element. Well, in the minor, as we said, the minor league level, I hey, think. You, you remember Richard, Richard Nixon when he's president and a play in, and a play for the Redskins? That's right. Yes, he did. And, and they didn't use it. But, I mean, everybody thinks it. And that's what makes sports great. <laughs> you, you, it's funny. I played the violin, and I go to the symphony. And I, I listen to it, and then I read a, a review two days later, and it says, this person was awful. She didn't play the piano well. And I'm saying, what? I thought it was great. But in sports, you know exactly what's happening. Mm. Somebody catches a fly ball, it, it's good. Yeah. They drop the fly ball, it's bad. Uh, if it <laughs> falls off the bar, it's bad. So you can judge that, and of course you most people have played sports, so they know what's going on. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. Are you mentioned you mentioned George Allen and uh, and Richard Nixon? Actually, um, that game that he suggested a play for was a playoff game against the Forty ers in 1971. And George yep. Allen actually did use the play. It was a reverse, and it lost like eight yards. <laughs> <laughs> so George well, George Allen was good buddies with Richard Nixon. They were good really? friends. Oh, yeah. well, I, I bet the players didn't like Nixon, and they go, "We're going to show him." <laughs> and then again, Kyle Shanahan, the, the new coach, and don't get me into the backpack. I can explain that another time. Of the Forty anyway, ers for for our listeners that don't know who Kyle Shanahan is, the new Forty er coach. Yeah. The the uh, in the Super Bowl, they're yeah. leading, and all they have to do is kick a full field goal. And he calls a, a pass one. It's a, uh, I think a uh, fifteen, a ten, a twelve-yard loss. The, the quarterback the back, next one is a penalty. <laughs> they lose twenty yards. They can't kick a field goal because they're so afraid that, that Brady is going to score a touchdown and beat them. And so, I mean, sometimes maybe maybe the fans know more than the coaches, but doubt not really. Yeah, that's interesting. Well, look what look what Pete Carroll called a couple of years ago. Yeah, right. And Butler goes ahead and intercepts uh, a pass when everyone says, "Oh, why did they just give it to Marshawn Lynch?" Yeah. Well, of course, and then you can. Lynch. Yeah. Somebody expects it to go up the middle. Yeah. And maybe he says, "You know, the old thing. They expect me to do that." So I'm going to excuse this because they expect me to exactly. Do well, that that I do agree with. I do like the contrarian. Well, that happened but, with the 49ers too in 2012. They get down to the five yard line against the uh, Baltimore Ravens, and Jim Harbaugh throws three passes to Michael Crabtree and Frank Gore. Had pretty much gotten them down there with his running uh, abilities, and they didn't give him the ball once. So crazy things happen. All right, before we let you go, because I really appreciate your being with us, I got to ask you a question. I know Edward has one more for you too, but. You know, today's sports, uh, the athletes are making so much money. And, I mean, we've been talking about this for years, but it's just gotten absurd now. Kevin Durant is making, I believe, with the with the Warriors in excess of $25 million a year. Yeah. And that doesn't include all the endorsement money he's going to get. I mean, where does, this, where does this end? Does it end when the fans finally say, we're not going to pay, you know, $500 for a courtside seat? When is it going to well, end? As you know, the money doesn't come – some ticket sales, yeah. Yeah. television. As long as TV 
TV wants to put sports on TV, on television, because because people are interested. You know, how many how many uh, shows can you watch? You know the ending, but you don't know the ending. Sports is very big, and so the networks. I mean, apparently ESPN is going to drop a whole bunch of people, and because they're they're in the red, why? Because they spent billions. Uh, to get the NFL, and as long as the the networks spend, we know who they're paying. They're not paying to see the owners; they're paying to see the players, and the players know that. And you have to have a good play, a good team, and good players. And they, I don't care. In other words, they're not hurting me; they're not hurting you. If 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 they had a cure for cancer, and they said we're going to hold out. Then I'd be upset. <laughs> I like that. No, but it is the old trickle down theory. It's like you know, ten dollars for a hot dog, yeah. and I mean the, the seats and all. If you sure, add it all sure. up together, but it's but like it makes a good it's point. Expensive. Yeah, everything's but relative. Everything is relative. Yeah, uh, there's there's money out there. Or people, one thing about this, and people say, oh, you can't go to afford to go to a game. But every game is on TV now. I know. You can you can watch yeah. the Warriors every game. You can watch the A's. You can watch the Giants. And so you may not have enough for a season ticket or even a ticket to a game, but if you have um, uh, direct TV, you have cable TV, yeah, that's true. you can watch everything. You can, and, watch, you can watch the small colleges. You can even watch the high school games nowadays. Yeah. Right. That's right. Yeah. And you do it in the comfort of your home. Do it in the comfort and you can of your home. pause it when you have to go to the restroom. Yeah, with with HD television on the widescreen. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Art, uh, any, any more no, questions? No, no. Yeah. He answered them all. Art, you, you've been such a great guest. I, I really appreciate you joining us short notice like this. And uh, we'll, we'll look forward to crossing paths with you in the not-too-distant future back here in the Bay Area. Have a, a great time down there in... Uh, in tennis land in uh, Indian Wells, and I guess uh, you're, good luck with all your future travels, which I guess are going to take you all over the country, huh? Yeah, yeah. And by the way, and I'll plug myself. Everything I write, whether it's for the Examiner, for Newsday, for British Papers, uh, one of my sons-in-laws uh, posts on my own website, artspander.com. Artspander.com. So there's a piece I just wrote for Newsday on, on the White Sox. Uh, very interesting players, but no chance to win the, the pennant. Mm. And the Giants and the Cubs, and the Cubs are going to be very good guys, by the way. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right, oh, yeah. huh? Very you good. World Series, and you got all these young players. They should be good for quite a few years. Yeah. Well, you're still you're still doing a great job, Art, and uh, all these many years, no, no lack of enthusiasm, no lack of uh, – uh, you know, just a, being able to figure out what's going on out there and asking the good questions. So much uh, yeah. a part of the Bay Area. Actually, I, I will ask you a question. Are, yeah. how, how long have you been writing? Well, I, I graduated UCLA in 1960. I went to work at United Press International, worked in the all-night 10 p.m. to 6 a.m., and I was not writing sports. I was writing news. I covered Marilyn Monroe's funeral. I covered JFK when he was running for president. Uh, you know, I was like the backup. Here, here, go out there. I covered the X-15 flights with, and, and out at Muroc at the Edwards Air Force Base, and I love airplanes, so that was a lot of fun. Well, let's put it I, this way. Who, who's who been writing longer than you? <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of a nice thing, though, isn't it, yeah. to be able to, to, to have your life be this, you know, it, it really is. I've said it all along. It's It's... 
it's more than just a lifestyle. It's a hobby. It's it's a passion, and I don't think you can fake that. And that's why you've been doing it so many years. Not for fifty something years. Yeah, really. Well, Our, the one thing is obviously, if I didn't like sports, if the music critic didn't like music, if the art critic didn't understand painting, you wouldn't do it. But people say to me, uh, what, what it's sort of once you don't get it very much, but every once in a while you'll be at the World Series or the Super Bowl or the Masters or the Final Four, and you'll hear a kid say, ah, I don't like this. This is too much work. I said, if you don't like the, the big tournaments, the big championships, after doing the regular season, you're in the wrong business. Yeah, no, no question about that. Art Spander, thank you again for joining us on Sports Econ 101. Oh, okay. All right. All right, good guy. Good you guy. know, as I said, Art, I've run into him many, many times and got to know him as a youngster, but I, I read him when I was, you know, a teenager uh, here in the Bay Area, awesome. and uh, he's still doing it. That uh, I, I think Art is close to 80. Now. He's got to be. Yeah. All right, last trivia question. Which baseball franchise has the most wins all time Ooh. entering the 2017 season? All right, stay with us. Sports Econ 101 will have some closing comments when we come back. Are you a business owner or an individual who owes the IRS? Then be prepared to write down an important phone number. Do you owe $10,000 or more in back taxes? Do you need to file back tax returns? Are you dealing with bank levies and wage garnishments? It's time to deal with your IRS problem today. Call Certified Tax Tax Representation now. Certified Tax Tax Representation, Inc. represents clients just like you in all 50 states. They will contact the IRS on your behalf the same day that you become a client, and you can become a client immediately. It's time for you to face your IRS problems. Think about how great you're going to feel when you're represented by a company who's an advocate for you, who knows the law, who also will contact the IRS the same day you become a client. Call today for your free, no obligation consultation. Call now, 1-800-999-1064. That's 1-800-999-1064. Not all cases are typical and some may not qualify. The consultation is free and so is the call, so call right now. 1-800-999-1064. That's 1-800-999-1064. Are you an inventor who would like to try to have an invention or idea patented and submitted to companies? But you don't know what to do next. Call for free information from InventHelp. InventHelp, a leading inventor service company, has been helping inventors since 1984 and has sales offices located in more than 60 cities nationwide. You'll want to talk to the company that has helped secure more than 7,000 invention patents. So call InventHelp. Even if you have an idea for improving an existing product and don't know where to go with it, you'll still want to call InventHelp for free information. You'll find out how InventHelp may assist you in trying to patent your invention and submit it to companies. So call now. Call InventHelp at 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. Get your free information by dialing 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. 1-800-316-1738. When you struggle with credit card bills every month, you're not just in debt. Debt is all around you. I see people every day that are on the brink. They're going to go over the edge, and at the bottom is bankruptcy, and we pull them back. At the Debt Helpline, we're experts at helping you resolve your debt problems and become free of debt. We can help you pay off your debt and give you one lower monthly payment that you can afford. You do get to consolidate your payments. 
You only have to worry about making one payment a month instead of making three or four or five. If you have $5,000, $10,000 or more in credit card bills, call the Debt Helpline now for a free confidential debt analysis. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Call the CESI Debt Helpline right now for a free confidential debt review. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101 Last Time. For today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Bruce McGowan, my famous co-host. <laughs> Last trivia question, which baseball franchise has the most wins all time? Entering the 2017 season. You'd think it would be the New York Yankees, and I would have to say the Yankees, but I get the feeling this is a trick question. Um, It's not necessarily a trick question, but it's not the Yankees. Yeah, because, you know, people forget the Yankees were not very good the first 20 years of their existence, which is 1903 to 1919. Actually, it's a little less than 20 years. Um, I'm going to say St. Louis. No, it's actually the Giants. Well, you know, the because Giants have been around for yeah, a long time. Yeah, a long time, <laughs> too. The 1880s, something, yeah, right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, now, how many you... wins? God, I have no idea. <laughs> 10,951. Wow. Yeah, you know, Major League Baseball in its in its present form started in 1903, but the Giants were playing uh, in, the, in the old National League as far back as 1883. Yeah. So those games count, you know, in terms exactly, of the all-time yeah. wins. Yeah, yeah just because yeah. they moved out uh, from New York to San Francisco. Yeah. Moved, that's okay. Yeah. yeah. And, and again, they won four penance in a row 1920 to 23 oh, yeah. or 20 no, tw- 1921 to 24 two world series wins two two tough losses to the yankees and, and then then washington senators that's that carl hubble uh no carl no, hubble was, was later that he was later 30s. in the 30s that's that right. right and mel lot was mel lot was was just a young teams. player when they he was just breaking in when they were finishing up that run gotcha yeah. okay christy matthewson <laughs> was still around believe it or not wow yeah. okay Thoughts for the day. Casey Stengel said, the team has come along slow but fast. I like that. <laughs> he must have been talking about the 62 Mets. And, and by the way, I was wrong about Christy Madison. It was, it was back in the teens that he was really a stopper. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The 20s, uh, it 20, was. Because he, he died from chlorine. He died from, from, in from 1924, yeah, 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 yeah. at the age of like 45 or something. Because like yeah, he ingested some, some chlorine gas. Okay. And Harvey Mackey, I'm not sure who that is, but he says, it doesn't matter whether you're pursuing success in business, sports, the arts, or life in general. The bridge between wishing and accomplishing is discipline. I like that. Tune in next week to Sports Econ 101. We're going to be discussing sports topics from a business perspective and asking more sports trivia questions. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm your host, Edward Brown. We'll see you next week. Good night, America. So long.